you know, I, I love my moms and they, they watch and listen to everything I do. And uh, when I got the role of the L word, I moved out here before that. There's a scene in episode three where Micah has a hookup. Too much for my parents. Um, uh-huh. I knew it was coming. I went home. I went back to my room and I closed the door because I just, I could not, I couldn't sit there. I couldn't even be in the hallway. Then I, I'm like, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the response. And I hear my mom going, no. Oh, no, Leo. No. Leo, no. What no. are you doing? What is happening? <laughs> what are you doing? I am going on tour. I'm going on tour through Texas. I'm hitting Austin, Dallas, and San Antonio at the end of June. AshleyGavin.com. Go check it out. Okay, and now a little audio note about this episode. Uh, there's a Jen reference in here. This was recorded way before last week. Um, so if you haven't listened to last week's yet, I don't want to spoil it. Go listen to last week's. It's important. Also, in the middle of the episode, our audio cut out, so there's one minute of backup audio, and then it resumes about halfway through. And that's why Patreon donations are really, really important. Usually, we're filming this on four cameras, so uh, then I'm also monitoring the regular audio and the backup audio um, and making sure that the guest is doing all the things that they have to do. That's several people's jobs, but right now it's mine. So uh, if you want higher quality and less mistakes so that we can hire someone and pay them fairly, patreon.com slash WHGS. Right now our uh, personnel, like our staff costs, are approaching $2,000 a month. So it's really helpful if everyone who listened donated a dollar. We could pay everyone fairly um, and have a lot more time to make a lot more content because we'd have a full team. Uh, so consider that. And there's 45 minutes of bonus audio on this episode. So it is worth it. That's one of the things you get. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Hilarious episode. I hope you enjoy it. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. And if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to, to tell. I don't know what story to tell. We have questions. We're pros, yeah. We'll we're get gonna, it out of here. Yes, we will get it. Uh, whether you want that or not. That was so, a joke. You don't have to tell us anything. I mean, in theory. <laughs> the- I theoretically, mean, yeah, in theory, he does yeah, have yeah. to tell us something. Sure, yeah. But hey, you can lie. So. You can you can exit the podcast yeah. anytime gotcha. you want. I gotcha. Oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just like, boop. Adam Driver did that on uh, Fresh Air. You oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were doing a bit like no, Adam no. Driver left our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, Adam Driver was on our podcast and he left it. No, he did it with Terry Gross and he fully just left. What? And she was like, I, what is going on? And he left because she played a track of him acting and he can't listen to himself act. So. Oh, I feel like I've heard this. It was like during the press for Marriage Story or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And she was like, we're just going to play a thing. You can take off your headphones and not listen to it because I know that they said that. Well, I'm really breaking, wow. breaking the news. On his, Adam on his rider. Left. On his on rider. His rider it said he won't listen to himself act. And the fact that they played it. He walked. He walked out of the. And the thing is, is they did it over Zoom, so he was. It was just like still going on the Zoom, and Adam. Just he could like, have just took his head. He just yeah, left really. the meeting. Yeah. So Leo, you could pull an Adam if you wanted to. <laughs> you know, when, when you see interviews and it's like we didn't agree to talk about this, and I'm like, this is so awkward. What is happening? <laughs> um, you mean like when you're interviewed, or like when other people are interviewed? Do you think? It's no, awkward? like like famous people, like actually oh, famous it. people, yeah. like uh, yeah. I mean, oh, that famous, famous one with Robert yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Or that one that we just resurfaced, like rightfully so, of like David Letterman and Lindsay Lohan, which is really oh, uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Okay, like, pause. Do I, keep talking about I have a couple thoughts. <laughs> Adam Driver doesn't want to hear himself, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Doesn't this <laughs> seem like, look, as a comedian, I have been listening to my tapes since day sure. one uh-huh. at my stupid first little uh-huh. open mic. I feel that Adam Driver's fear of listening to himself on tape or watching himself on tape has been coddled. Yeah. Coddled. 
Oh, and I think, shoot. frankly, if he were not famous, he would get over it. It goes for all white men. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sure he's super talented. I know he's super talented, but I think that goes for like all white men in general. Yeah. It's funny because like as a trans person listening back when I edit my podcast, I get like dysphoric sometimes about like my voice or like when I'm watching yeah, myself yeah. back, I get a little bit dysphoric. But with Adam Driver, I'm like, I don't think. I don't think there's really an excuse. And I agree definitely about like hearing your voice too, like as like a trans person in playback. There's always like a moment where you're like, wow, my voice does that thing? Huh. Yeah. We made it through half of the second season and I turned to my co-star and I'm like, does my voice change when I am Micah? And she was like, yeah. I was like, have you noticed that the entire season? And she's like, yeah. What? I don't know how to describe it. It like softens. And it sounds not lower, but it's something about it just quieter. But but I think like specifically too, you, were, you mentioned like the differences in like gendered speaking. Um, I think after like coming out as queer, I let go of what I thought was masculine like intonation mm-hmm. and like types of speech, and I like let myself like emote differently in my voice. I let mm-hmm. it like get a little higher. I let it like just play around with whatever like. And it's like this ridiculous thing to me that we've like gendered voices and speaking yeah. so much. It's ridiculous, and I'm really glad I've kind of let myself let go of that. Well, this has been a very thoughtful opening. It really to has. we're having gay sex, <laughs> no, and we haven't it. introduced anybody. <laughs> Truly, and and uh-huh. um, it's right. your the pronunciation of your last name is Shung. Good question. I think folks who are native Mandarin or Cantonese speakers, yes, would say Shung. I I speak a little Mandarin, Leo. Do you? Do wow, not speak to me. Do not speak to me. Do not speak to me. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> but I was You're like, like, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I don't know any. So for me, I say Shang. It's pronounced Shang as in Lee Shang from the Disney Mulan. That's where I kind of th- first thought of that being my middle name. And it's spelled differently, but it's pronounced the same. Oh, whoa. Wait, who is Lee Shang in Mulan? In the original Disney, which I know like I'm going to get roasted by more of my community. <laughs> no, I think that Mulan... The fact that Mulan has not come up on the podcast is yeah, actually, actually crazy. True. Yeah, Mulan has never come well, up on the podcast. Because it's, it's like legit gay. but um, <laughs> It's gay. But, it's trans. Oh, yeah. It's um, everything. It, yeah, it's huge. Uh, I didn't know this growing up. I, I didn't grow up in a, in a Chinese family. I didn't grow up kind of as knowledgeable around Chinese stories and like kind of have that like lineage to draw on. Um, and so like as a kid, I'm watching it and it's like the only way that like kids in my class kind of can relate to the fact that I dress more masculine. So like for me, that was held a different significance than me being like, oh, this is the story that like represents my culture. I got older and realized it was not as historically accurate. Um, but you <laughs> for know, sure, for sure. On, on my life and my journey and I, and, uh, I was 12 or 13 when I was like trying to find a name that fit for my middle name and, 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 uh, oh. Shang, uh, was it? Oh, oh that's awesome. awesome. We took another heartfelt diversion. I'm loving this. This is incredible. But we are so happy to have you. You're an actor. You're on the reboot of the L Word. I mean, just a phenomenal guest. Yes. Leo <laughs> Shang. Yes. Wait. Uh, yeah. I got to hit the thing. We're That's so, a live studio audience, Leo. That's huge. We're so <laughs> excited to have you. Usually we do banter up front, Leo, but yeah. you've already um, had You the, aced it. Yeah. You aced it. And <laughs> yeah, the we, audience, we tested you and you got an A plus on banter. The audience at home is, <laughs> is not only crying, but they're like, they're already like, it's very emotional. Yeah, it's very hard Googling Mulan right now. They're, they're like, what was, what wasn't true about Mulan? They're saying that the whole story wasn't true. It's like, yeah, weirdly enough, Disney does do that with most movies. I, so. God, I love Mulan. I love Mulan as a gay woman, as a feminist until the fucking yeah (laughs) when it's like jesus fucking christ can't she be the more mask in the relationship yeah yeah like just that's what i wanted i really wanted her to be gay at the end of the day but i mean like that was like what the 90s that came out and like it was it was pretty cool for the time oh absolutely but anyway Mm -hmm. let's get into it yeah i am actually oh we do these intros leo you're gonna be fine I'm Ashley Gavin. I am a cis, gay, white woman. She, her pronouns. My Mandarin 
is not good. I I mentioned, I mentioned my Mandarin. I don't want anyone coming at me for my Mandarin. It's very bad. I haven't spoken Mandarin in a decade. Can I just say, though, Ashley's never gotten a guest last name right. It is actually statistically Ashley has gotten just about every single guest last name wrong. Oh, I'm honored. No, it I mean, was so, truly like, I can't believe this is like, you yeah, You yeah. like actually got this right. Look, I'm, a, I'm about to... This is real risk of cancellation, what I'm about to say. Okay? Uh, I My job on the oh, podcast yes. is to yeah, yeah, introduce let's do me it. first and then we'll decide And if then this as is always, sayable. my youth in the sound booth keeps me from getting canceled. Well, maybe we'll see in we'll about two see. minutes. We got a camo. Yeah. A camo baby Rock over the here. Tree. Can I even... What? I hear a baby, but I can't see one. That was funny. What is that? Is that a goo goo gaga? Is that a is that, is that a whimper is that out a goo there? Goo gaga. It's Gara Lawning. Yeah, I'm a small child lost in the woods. Hello, I'm Gara. My pronouns are they, Cabela's. I actually do think it's Cabela's. It's a real oh tree t-shirt. This is now, this is like trans mask. Like this is the trans mask flag. Oh, it's yeah. like the real tree. Like oh, we yeah. reclaimed real tree. It's actually gorgeous that we reclaimed it. Um, this is what I, I want my I've, wedding dress to be on made these. Out of. I have two things that I have to get to <laughs> once we're done with them. Anyway, intro. they, them, trans masculine, non-binary, I'm pansexual and I'm white. And that's it. And Leo, do you mind introducing yourself? Okay. Um, my name is Leo Shang, but probably should be pronounced Shung. Um, I am a queer. I just trans. want to clarify that as a white woman, as a white woman, I did not tell Leo how to pronounce his last name. Oh my God. The listeners no, like, this is true. how this is am true. I supposed to feel right now? When people ask me how to pronounce it, I give them the same explanation. For folks who might speak Mandarin or Cantonese, it will be likely seen as Shung. For me, as someone who speaks neither, it is Shang. I uh, am a queer trans man. I use he, him pronouns. I'm an actor uh, sometimes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm out here in LA kind of bopping around. And uh, uh, I am not white. Um, I am Chinese American. Um, and, and I'm really excited to be here. This has been so fun already. It's only been a few minutes. And I'm so Oh, good. Great. Yeah. That makes me great. so happy. <laughs> We're um, so the two things I want to address. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> well, the thing is. Let's go in. Remember, you can Adam Driver this interview. You can yeah. get up and walk away at any time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's weird how with names that are not Anglo names, uh -huh. we just decide how those names are pronounced. Uh -huh. And when yeah. those people get famous... They just have to fucking, yeah. I mean, Hassan Minaj oh, yeah. has been mispronounced as Hassan, and he only recently clarified that on yeah, Ellen. Right, right. And it's just so weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. That's my thoughts yeah. as a white person speaking on yeah. something that isn't really mine. I feel like I have a very like different experience as like a Chinese American because I'm adopted. And so like my name growing up, my given name was a very like Americanized, beautiful name. And like, you know, it was a beautiful name. It just wasn't for me. Um, and so like, I didn't have that, ex I didn't, I don't have a, that experience of having my name either mispronounced so much that I just kind of go with it and have to suck it up and deal with it and just let people say it um, or, or having to correct people. Um, and, and for that, that's, uh, that's something that I'm, I'm grateful I haven't had to experience, but I'm also like aware of how much that kind of shapes the way we look at, like you said, like non-Anglo names. I always think of like Uzo Aduba, how her mom's like, if people can say like Tchaikovsky and uh, whoever the other person was, like, they can say your name. Yeah. What do you think, Gara? Am I canceled? I actually, I do not think <laughs> you are canceled. I really, in this situation, do not think I am the person. I, I was, try <laughs> to I was trying to get you. Yeah, you were trying to get <laughs> Leo, what do you think? Do you think I'm canceled? Um. Well, I also don't know if I'm the person to say, given, <laughs> given that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have these experiences and i didn't you know obviously i don't speak for the entire asian community what do you mean i think you know everyone's messaged me saying please uh bring this point up um i think i think it's an important point and i think like like accountability is real too so yeah yeah oh, for sure yeah and there's also ways to like respect names and like if you mm. got someone's name wrong and be like oh my name is actually this there's actually yeah. a way to be like oh I'm so sorry. Yes. Your name is yes, this. Totally. Which is sure. honestly, I don't find to be that hard, but I guess, yeah. Anyway. Well, 
again we really another just like we just diversion. keep going deeper and deeper <laughs> yeah. um, i mean this is the stuff I, like you know race dynamics and like uh gender and stuff is what I, I i studied and facilitated before i was an actor so like i could talk about this shit all day oh really so you are the person to cancel me yeah. in a way <laughs> i don't have that much power i don't have that much i don't know if i want it i don't know if it's I up want to the people it. it's really up, it to, the up people. to the people listener do you think I'm canceled? <laughs> right in. I feel like this is on a flight when like someone is like, what do they call them? When like there's like an undercover air marshal. I feel like that this is this situation. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. On every on every, every flight, podcast. On every <laughs> every podcast is an undercover podcast marshal. Cancel Marshall. Cancel Marshall. <laughs> um, well, I'm so glad that you're here and you are so thoughtful already. So I know it's going to be a great episode. Mm-hmm. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What's up, everyone? It's Tana Mojo, and we're still canceled. Our podcast, Canceled with Tana Mojo, is back, and my favorite clean girl, Brooke Schofield, is by my side. We've grown up ever so slightly since our last episodes, and we're so excited to dive back into what's going on in our personal lives, gossip about pop culture, talk about lessons we continue to learn, and bridges we continue to burn. It's going to be wild, hilarious, and probably a little bit messy. So pause whatever show you're listening to right now and go follow Canceled with Tana Mojo on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. So you don't miss out on your weekly dose of chaos as we laugh at each other, laugh at our own lives, and maybe even give you a little advice along the way. Woohoo! The story that I... Oh my god maybe i'll tell a story that i didn't know i was gonna tell really i love that organic yeah there's no real ending to the story okay that's fine (laughs) i love that i love that okay yeah just i'll talk about it it. i'm gonna talk about my study abroad (laughs) where's my air horn yeah, hell yeah, talking about study now abroad. Listen. Wait, I have to say, I love study abroad kids. I didn't go to college, so I think study abroad kids, like when you're sitting down with someone and they're like, you know, when we went to Italy, we ate cheese like this all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, please go on, Denise. Well, you know a per- an aspect of my personality oh my God. <laughs> that I rarely acknowledge on this podcast, which is like, I don't talk about the things that I've done as a basic white woman. Sure, yeah. I like, don't, but I don't you, super like talking about that. You, you do have huge study abroad energy. Like, what the you fuck is your problem? Huge, I studied abroad energy. Leo, do I have studied abroad energy? I know I brought up that I speak Mandarin very early in the conversation. I, I feel like if you had brought it up like, High, like in the intro, like when we open the camera, maybe. But if you brought it up high, I'm actually Gavin. Done. My pronouns are she, her, and I studied abroad in college. You saved it for a little while into. You want to yeah. know something cool about Mandarin, though? Yeah. The pronouns in in verbal form. Oh no way! Are the same. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. I said no way before I even knew it. I feel like yeah. whenever people are just like pronouns, gender, I'm like, You're like that's oh awesome. my god, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> I love talking in, about pronouns in written form. They're gendered. Okay. But mm-hmm. in, in spoken form, they're not gendered. I did not oh. know that. Anyway. Yeah, tell us every day. <laughs> so, yeah, truly. God, I'm, this is the most obnoxious I've ever been. And I hate it. I don't, <laughs> it's weird because I don't like pretension. I hate pretension. But there are a lot of parts of my life sure. that I could come off as very pretentious. And I'm about to talk about one of them. Yeah, great. And I feel vulnerable. We'll do like a pretentious meter. Okay. If it like, All right, we can hold space for that. Yeah, Let's we can't. We can't hold space for that. <laughs> we can hold space for that. I love Leo. <laughs> so I studied abroad. <laughs> I went to Hong Kong. Okay, yeah. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I saved up a bunch of money. I worked as a camp counselor. Oh, and yeah. And I took all that also money. Also, another thing you have huge camp counselor energy. That I will. Big ca- that camp I will counselor. That I will take. Yeah. Huge camp counselor that, like, if I were, a, like, a camper of yours, you're going to hate this. But if I were a camper of yours, I'd be like, I 
I would think I'm gay. <laughs> Be like, I I'm flattered. Gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saved up this money so that when I studied abroad, I could travel. And one of the places that I went was I met my girlfriend in Australia because that's oh, where whoa. she was studying abroad. Whoa. So the month cool. after my study abroad was over, I lived in her dorm for a month in Australia. I spent every dollar, every dollar that I earned over many summers of working so that I could go on this trip. And we went scuba diving uh -huh. in the it, in the reef, the Great Barrier oh, Reef. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, th oh, wow. this is why this story is fucking obnoxious and pretentious. Yeah, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Bit. Like, did you, did you find Nemo while you were there? <laughs> I, I, I actually, um, I, I have no joke for this. <laughs> I, that was the, 42 that was Wallaby up. Way. <laughs> that was good. I like that. A lot of Disney references yeah. right now. I love Disney. But the thing was that the, the scuba instructor, this Australian guy, like when we went in, they were like, oh, is anyone dating? Like, like they were just getting to know everybody as they were okay. teaching us how to scuba dive. Sure. Yeah. And as you and do. And me and my, <laughs> oh, we, you get to name the, the, oh, the yeah, people in our do, story. This is my ex-girlfriend from college okay. who I went on study abroad with and she studied abroad in Sydney, Australia. Give her a name. Oh my god, Becky. Yeah. Becky. Becky's good. Yeah. Becky's good. So her name is her name is Rebecca, but when she went to college, she was like, I'm gonna start I'm Becky now. Becky now. <laughs> um, <that>. Yeah. <laughs> so the instructor was like, anyone here dating? And we were like, We're dating. And the instructor was like, What? We were like, we're dating. Oh, Australia? Yeah. No, super homophobic. Pretty homophobic country. No, no, no. Really homophobic. Damn. Yeah, parts We of have Australia. a lot of Australian listeners. Hell yeah for listening and like, you know, doing, living there. But it, I, I've heard so many homophobic things about Australia. Yeah. Well, that's so interesting. Because I'm like, I'm thinking about Wentworth being like one of the like super gay show. Like, and like how that must be received among, among Australian viewers. I don't know what. Is it Australian? I haven't seen Wentworth. It's like a grittier orange, just new black. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay, okay. And okay. they have a bisexual bachelorette in Australia right now, and they're going to oh, be doing. Yeah, they oh. do. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So a lot has changed. Yeah. Also, in Nanette, this was, this was many years yeah, ago. Yeah, Nanette, she talks about a lot. That's like her whole set is oh. about how homophobic, mm. yeah, especially toward gay women. Well, it was a very trying time for me <laughs> on study abroad. I I had to live in the very yeah, homophobic yeah, country totally. of Australia. Me in and my Sydney. girlfriend. <laughs> two white women in so much pain. No, but he was Why like... Why does it sound like you're doing like poetry right now? I, two slam. white women <laughs> in so much pain. Scuba diving for snap? each other's hearts. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Coral reef glistening. Wow, that's good. Oh, my God. tear rolls down my cheek. Clit throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> How have we not done slam poetry? I know, we should. <laughs> I am underwater, my only lifeline, the oxygen, but you are the oxygen that I breathe. Wait, that was good. <laughs> uh, what the hell? <laughs> this is perfect. This is like this next set. Next time you guys get to do a live show. Yeah. Yeah, we should that. do improv. Yeah, we gay should poetry. improv gay poetry. Yeah, okay, that's perfect. Please. Okay, <laughs> so God, oh, and and the meta, the meta level of this, a white woman doing slam poetry. There's a lot happening here. Okay, <laughs> but we, this guy was super rude and flirted with her. This whole. Yeah. experience Ew. and we were with him for a few days because oh, it's a package we, we were on a like, boat uh, we lived on the boat that's why i don't fuck with boats yeah that right yeah i agree i can't believe that i brought boats into this also <laughs> fuck me okay i do i can't you're like we had an espresso machine on the boat um <laughs> just really good woke up in the morning to just like fresh pancakes and like but the scuba instructor was like really homophobic <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I ask you a question, Leo? Sure. Have you like traveled with like a significant other? Ooh. Okay. Well, yes, I have. Um, so I actually only got my passport about two years ago because I really did not want to go through the process of acquiring all the fucking documents that a trans person or like just not cis person has to acquire yeah. to do this. And it's a long process and it's not cheap. But the main thing I remember is we drove from Michigan to like South Carolina. We took turns and I made 
this awful playlist on Spotify called Trippin' on the Road. Um, <laughs> that was just like 90s and early 2000s hits. Yeah. Um, and this is like the main, you know, the rest of the trip was fine, but this always stands in my mind, especially lately as like an Asian American person. Um, the person I was with it was white. We stopped in this tiny ass little town and we went into this antique store because she loved like vintage kind of kitschy things. And I'm like, okay, sure. We walk in and not only is it Confederate flags, that is one thing. It was mm. Nazi flags <gasps> everywhere. What? Like, like, like little Nazi like what? figurines and like, uh, you know, etched and in, in, into different um, uh, items and and we're walking through and I just remember being like, like kind of looking at her like can we get out of here and yeah. I don't think she could really read that I think she knew I think almost, I think she was aware it was a lot I wasn't gonna be like I'm just gonna wait outside because that feels even less safe to be by myself outside that was like a really we were like pretty late in our relationship almost two years and I remember being like this is a really important moment that I'm not gonna forget um, and, <laughs> and then we left and like literally across the street, like Kitty Corner is this super cute bookstore, pretty liberal, like, you know, like non-gendered bathrooms. And I'm like, where the fuck are we? Yeah, like, yeah that's There's crazy. There's so much happening. And, um, I think that was actually the last trip that we took before we broke up, but. Wow. Honestly, I cannot imagine anyone <laughs> walking into a store like that and not immediately being like, best case, you, you walk out, period. But the only reason that I would ever stay in a store like that, uh, I'm, I am, uh, Jewish on my mother's side. The only reason that I would stay in a store like that is like, cause it's so cold, like, culturally interesting mm -hmm. to like be sure. like what the fuck is this but i'm also people don't always know that i'm jewish because i'm only part jewish uh -huh. and like so i'm safe in there you uh -huh. know what i mean like i i also am not visibly gay sure yeah so i can't imagine being with someone who i would if we went into a place like that together i'd be like hey gara let's leave oh i would fit well right, in the right camo and the mullet right with the camo and the mullet you're fine <laughs> i but can really sure. i no, think but sure. I, it's such it, a red flag yeah. for me leo like yeah. i to be fair I am somebody who also is very aware of others like desires and needs. So there is a chance that maybe I blocked out where I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Can... It can also like stun you. It right. Also you can be in shock. Like, you're like, it's yeah. completely shocking yeah. to see that. Nazi I mean, like flags. even Jesus. seeing it, like when you're like in a bathroom and you're just kind of like chilling, like taking a shit and you just like look up and there's just like on like the wall and you're like, holy mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can understand. You saw the Confederate flag in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Let me I'm retake like, that joke. You saw yeah. the Nazi yeah, flag in my bathroom. That's a better one for me. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, we'll use that. <laughs> Edit that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but just in case anyone thinks that's serious for one second, I can't, whatever. But. Well, good right. thing you added those. So. <laughs> Another thoughtful moment with Leo. Thoughtful moments with Leo. Yeah, thoughtful moments with Leo. I'm not a, you know, I wish I, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a comedian. And I realized oh, really? that's just what's going to happen. If I ever was to try, I have like two stories. I'd have uh, all the things that my moms have said to me over the years, which maybe are funny in the moment. <laughs> I have two moms for the record. I have two moms. What? Really? Um, who are both social workers. So my childhood was a lot of expressing your feelings and <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I love my moms and they, they watch and listen to everything I do. And uh, when I got the role of the L word, I moved out here before that. I was getting texts from my moms uh, that they were watching the original because we didn't have cable like i didn't have cable growing up we had like mm -hmm. an antenna that you got four stations you know and uh -huh. it's all super blurry and like you hear it moving and it's like a fucking lawnmower uh -huh. um, on the boat that i was in during the scuba trip <laughs> we hardly got any self-service so i totally yeah, understand you really understand this <laughs> just like, so you just, we didn't have a connection to like what was happening and that's kind of like what you know not having cable is a little bit like you get the news but it's local news yeah yeah um, and so we, uh, I was getting text messages, you know, I'd be on set and it's like, oh, Alice just did this or Shane oh, just did this. And, uh, and then my mom's like, you know, we're, you know, we're watching this because we're good moms. And I'm like, <laughs> we, there's this scene in episode three where Micah has a hookup, you know, nothing really is shown uh, <laughs> too much for my parents. Um, uh -huh. I knew it was coming. I went home. I was in my, I went back to my room and I closed the door. Cause I just, I could not, I couldn't sit there. I couldn't even be in the hallway. I Adam Driver understands. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Driver would get it. Then I, I'm like, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the response. And I hear my mom going, no. 
Oh. No, Leo. No. Leo, no. What no. are you doing? What is happening? What are you doing? And I'm just like, la, 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 la. They didn't, they, they did. This was not on their bingo card for 2020. Meanwhile, my mother fucking listens to this podcast and told, texted me once that I look really good naked. Oh my God. But let me just wrap up so we can get over to Leo. But the guy was flirting with her. Okay. It's weird because Jen and I, in my relationship with my current girlfriend, we have a very Mm -hmm. easy time acknowledging that people are flirting with us and we think it's kind of cool and Uh we like talk to each other about it. Yeah, right. We also like, if we're walking down the street and we both happen to glance a bottom that... Mm we think is enjoyable yeah yeah. we kind of respectfully glance the bottom wait for distance (laughs) and then confer yeah 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 about the bottom that we both appreciate and no one feels jealous of the other person but in this relationship with becky i felt that there was a line crossed with flirting mm-hmm. back with the other person. Oh, she was flirting back? Ooh. I don't really yeah. know if it was appropriate or not appropriate because she always said to me, like, I'm just a flirty person. Uh-huh. But then this guy straight up uh-huh. after I left messaged and was like, hey, I'm in Sydney for the weekend, like, want a bone. To so, her? Yeah. And she didn't say yes, but things like that Whoa. happened all the time. Yeah. Which made me think the line of flirtiness had been crossed that multiple people feel that they've been given an invitation. Again, I'm just trying to enjoy my scuba diving trip. (laughs) Yeah, you're just trying to sit by the bay and maybe get a $200 massage. Exactly. And a a manicure as well. I don't need my girlfriend flirting (laughs) with the scuba instructor. instructor. Wait, wait, wait. Leo, what what do you think about flirting in a relationship? There's a few parts to it, right? I think one... Is it like a monogamous relationship? Is it one of those things where like you are just like with each other? Great. I mean, that doesn't mean you still can't like have conversations around what it means to interact with people in a potentially flirty way. Right. I'm also mindful of the fact that like this guy clearly was as a, as a guy, uh, this guy was clearly kind of crossing a line and like as men are wont to do. Um, mm-hmm. And and I can see, I mean, I don't know this. I don't know your ex-girlfriend. So I don't know. Was it like a self-preservation, like not wanting to like refuse and like then to be me, in a position? It felt like she, no, it didn't feel that way at all. Okay. It felt like she okay. enjoyed it. And I think she oh, liked I that I, I was see. jealous. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she got oh his number. okay. No, that's not something. That's not healthy. It was Facebook. <laughs> oh, it was Facebook. But she also accepted the friend yeah, request. Yeah. yeah. So. And yeah. back then. That was a big deal. Big deal. Huge deal. Yeah. I think it just boils down to communication about like, what do you feel comfortable with? And like, can you say, I don't feel comfortable when this happens? Like, if this is something you want to do, can we talk about it in a way that like makes us both feel safe and secure in this relationship? And like, like where, where does the autonomy, like how is that maintained? But also like understanding it, particularly if you're in a monogamous relationship. I, whenever someone's like getting flirty with me, I make it very clear that there's, they don't have a chance. Like, I, I will, like, mm-hmm. hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. do the flirty banter. Yeah. But if you feel like you have a shot, and, you know, sometimes they end up doing a podcast with you for <laughs> a full year, and you're still kind of sitting here like, <laughs> okay, right, yeah. <laughs> sitting by your side. Do you even know that I am there? <laughs> you're, you're killing it today. That was good. That was good. <laughs> but, like, and I think that that's what I want from Jen. Yeah. I don't want any anyone feeling like there's a question about mark about what's going to happen i think if both parties know it will not get physical or emotional then the flirting is fine yeah i i agree yeah absolutely agree but that's my anyway that's my that's my (laughs) yeah that's your just little gay abroad that's my study abroad um (laughs) i have a blog <laughs> yeah, you're you guys study abroad. Abroad. Read my study abroad. Yeah, you're blog. like, I love my host family. They're so great. We went to the beach today. That's so funny. My roommate, several two of my roommates studied abroad, and one of them, I'm just thinking that has a blog from that time. It's very common. I think it's like a WordPress. We're, oh yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh Leo, did you have gay sex this week? Unfortunately, no. I live with a, a couple who have a baby, and so like our our kind of ground rules are slightly different than people For who sure. don't have um, we went out to eat for the first time as a house outside, and it was magical. Oh no way! Um, so like, this possibility of 
like being able to maybe meet somebody uh, either in person or maybe still on, on these godforsaken apps. Um, I feel like I'm really hopeful for more potential for meet cutes. I've been out as queer for a couple of years, um, but I haven't really had the time or opportunity, especially before the pandemic, to like uh, be with people who aren't cis women. And so um, the uh, potential for dates and like meeting people and just getting to experience and like feel more of like what I'm interested in and like what I want to pursue is really exciting to me. Yeah, that was the most um, thoughtful diplomatic way to say that you want to fuck. And if you are uh, not cis and listening to this right now, Leo wants to bone. Yeah, but a meat cute. A meat. So you got it's super cute. It's fun. It's flirty. It's summer. Yeah, it is fun and flirty in summer. Yeah. So catch him on a walk outside. (laughs) Just like catch eyes. If you see Leo, you have to drop something on the ground. Right, right, right. Yeah. Immediately. You have to bump into him and spill coffee all over him. Uh, and you're like, oops, sorry. And Leo's like, oh, hey, it's okay. And then you got... For people who can't see this, my face is so pink right now. <laughs> so what's your ideal meet cute, yeah, Leo? Yeah, what is your ideal meet cute? You can Honestly, steal okay. from a rom-com I, oh, or a Disney movie. I love I love meet cutes that are like in a coffee shop or like, uh, you know, yeah. as, an adult, as like an adult out of college adult kind of, like I haven't... And maybe it's because I'm still kind of like my friend's age group is still kind of on the younger side to be getting married but and the pandemic like i haven't really invited been invited to a wedding and like had like, a chance to like meet somebody at the reception kind of thing uh-huh. you know that was kind of that's like, the like, best cliche, do you like, want a bone at a gay wedding yeah a queer wedding yeah <laughs> listener write in yeah what color is the uh is what like what are the bridesmaids dresses what? looking the bride's exes the bricks the bride the bricks the bride mixes what color dresses and suits yeah are the bride mixes wearing yeah, at yeah, this yeah. queer wedding yeah, wow i saved yeah. it yeah, you did say that, but I'm but bride mm-hmm. is gendered, so that's that's the, also the problem. Well, bride maybe maybe she is a bride, the... and maybe the mixes okay. are not okay. Great brides, yeah. <laughs> Always a bride's mix they and never, never a, a, a bricks. bricks. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. What's so your? I'm curious if you have like a meet cute story. Do I have a meet cute story? Uh, so this is with the same person we went on this trip with. And I think like mm-hmm. when you're in the relationship, it feels cuter than like when you're not, you look back like, oh, that's just how people meet, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was, right, right, right. You're like, how can you believe serendipitous? And it's like, you guys were just at the bar at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right, people are like, it's so crazy. Kind yeah. of. Uh, I, I switched my major in the last year of college uh, to sociology with the intention of like being like, all right, sociology, social work. I was in a like an intro to stats class, which first of all, stats is awful. Unless you love that kind of thing, then more power to you. But, um, and I-, I There's a what uh, are the odds joke here, but continue. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Love it, love it so much. Um, and I switched maybe a weekend, you know, when college classes start, you get like a week to drop a class and switch classes, whatever. And so I was a week late and I saw somebody that like, I was like, oh, I think I met this person last year because we both studied Spanish. And I think we had like a class together or like a day where we were just in the same room together. Um, and we started, I started to sit with her uh, during class. Uh, she was kind of actually semi-tutoring me because again, I am awful with stats and um, and then we also had a, another class together, uh, and I would we kind of get there early in the hallway and just wait together for the open class to open up. Um, but tutoring is just hot. Like, no tutoring, I, yeah. Like the fact yeah. that she's tutoring you yeah. is is hot. <laughs> well, and I I wasn't like looking to date. I wasn't looking for really anything. I was, and I'm also just as a person not always on the quick on the up, uptake for for who's flirting. What's flirting look like? Am I flirting? Um, and so we just like, it was just kind of like really kind of uh, uh, intertwined with like our studies. Um, and then at some point we just started hanging out um, and uh, hanging out turned into like dating. And, um, but you know, it was kind of an organic, like sort of like a college story, you know? Yeah. Who broke, yeah, but, but who broke the barrier between tutor and student honestly i think we were it was pretty mutual i think like we both were kind of realizing we're hanging out a lot like we had two classes together we'd see each other several times a week and like we're starting to like 
get to class early just to sit with each other and wait. So oh, I think we were kind no, of. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah, that is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> as I'm retelling it and remembering it, I think it, I think it's cute. I think like as an objective person, if I try to be objective, it was cute. But it's hard to stay objective for too long when you kind of remember towards the end when it. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Especially yeah. when we have Nazi flags waiting for us at the <laughs> end of this. <laughs> yeah. It's a very strange yeah. rom-com. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. a very strange rom-com. This is going way back to the beginning of the episode, but you said something. I wanted to circle back to because it is like a, I think it's a trans issue that a lot of cis people don't know about. Mm-hmm. And because you brought it up before, I wanted to circle back to it. Yeah. I know it's not super organic in the conversation, but you were talking about your passport. And how difficult mm. it was to go through all of that. Do you mind talking about that a little bit? Because sure. I don't think people realize with these types of government forms mm-hmm. how hard it is to deal with that yeah. as a trans person. As I, as, I, as I go into it, I want to preface it with like acknowledging the privilege I have in even having access to like getting my name changed and like the especially with a financial access because again, it's like not super cheap and it's a whole process. Um, and so the fact that I've been able to do it as something I'm, I'm super aware of and grateful for. Um, and as somebody who is often perceived as cis, I think my experience might have, that's also impacted my experience. I had to, so I legally changed my name when I was 13 or 14. Um, and that's one document that you need is a legal name change, especially if your birth certificate uh, hasn't been changed. Also, okay, like every state is different. Every state requirement is different. I'm not entirely sure what it's like through every state. For me, my process was I got my name changed when I was 14. I then took those name change papers to get my birth certificate changed, which as someone who's also adopted is a different layer because I have a Chinese birth certificate uh, from China in Mandarin. And then that was then used for a birth certificate in the United States, which also, I also had citizenship papers. My experience is not a typical experience of of getting these things together. So then I had to use my name change to change both my birth certificate I don't remember if I changed my citizenship papers, which is why when you take those, you have to have your name change form. I also had to have a letter from a doctor stating that it's okay to have my the the sex listed differently on my passport than on other documents because my birth certificate still says F. I was oh, super right. lucky when I was 16 right. and got my license that the person working in the Secretary of State booth, because we got there right as they were closing, just put M on my license without any question. Whoa. Yep. Which and I was I was so scared for several years because I'd heard like other people who ha- that happened and like their license was revoked so they could be changed to what was supposed to be on it. Oh, shit. Um, so by the time I got my passport, I had my birth certificate, my name change papers, my citizenship papers, the letter from my doctor. And then I chose to get it expedited because I wanted it to come before I moved to California in case I needed it in case like on some chance I got a job that shot on location, right. you know, not knowing about the industry. And, and that so affects your job right process. there. Because it is like something people, a lot of people don't know this, but there, you know what, you do know this for a lot of jobs, you need to be able to drive, you need to be able to travel. So like having to go through Mm -hmm. these extra hoops, like it's not just about like, you know, how you're feeling Mm -hmm. this like really affects your day to day life. I mean, this literally like gave me heartburn. This whole process (laughs) sounded so insane. You're basically just like praying that your parents can just keep track of I mean, that's just part of it sure. is like having the physical documents. Yeah, yeah. For one. For sure. Which is like, you know, some of them you just like which, can't fucking find. Yeah, I know. Who hasn't been panicked because they're like, where the fuck is my birth oh, certificate? Oh, straight You call up. your mom and your mom's like, I don't fucking know yeah, where your birth certificate yeah, is. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. And the only reason I had to have citizenship papers, it probably would have been the same, is because uh, our house in Michigan had flooding problems. And when I was a baby, uh, my, my green card got uh, destroyed in the flood. So I had to have physical papers, oh, which I got when I was 11 or 12. Water whoa. kept splashing up on the boat when we were scuba diving. So I really understand. You can relate. You understand. Yeah, you, I totally you can, can relate. Uh, yeah. So I got my citizenship papers when I was 11 or 12 and got an awful welcome to the U.S. letter from George Bush, which was ugh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Was it actually awful? If I had waited like a few months, I would have probably been from Obama. And I'm really sad. Okay, I okay. I just yeah. wanted to determine whether or not George Bush was actually like, fuck you. No, he wasn't like. <laughs> It was it was a general just welcome to these great United States. And I was yeah. 
okay. I've been here my entire life, but all right. It was, it was a headache and I'm so glad that I, I currently don't have to deal with that. Um, and I, I did get to use my passport um, last year for a job that I can't really talk about, but I, I got oh, to the Oh country. yeah, that's, Leo's booked. That's, that's the best. Leo's booked, busy and booked. <laughs> the first Hell time yeah. I got to leave the, I got to leave the country for the first time that wasn't like driving to Toronto, which is like a yeah. five hour yeah. drive from where I was. In. Whoa. Which is great. Toronto was great, but you didn't need, I didn't have a passport for that. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. I know we have a lot of cis listeners and it's just like a little bit of a glimpse into yeah. the daily life. But I mean, like also trans listeners who, I mean, like even me, like I, I had no idea that it was like this truly this difficult it's like very, it, yeah it is such a difficult process you kind of hear stories like this over and over and over again and people be like and then i i lost it like my parents lost it when i was younger and so i had to go get this and then i had to go and you do, do have this. to pay for replacements that's also something that's part of the financial yeah. privilege and access is you have to pay for replacements for court documents and for yeah. you know right. social, you know stuff. you also have to deal with like going to these places and like doing a very like you know, uncomfortable thing. I yeah. mean, just like being trans and going to like the doctor, going to the yeah. DMV, going anywhere. It's just like totally alienating and just like makes you yeah. feel like you're not a fucking person. It and sucks. There are so right. many times day to day where we use our IDs that yeah, and don't even think about that. You it. don't even think about yep. it. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why it's important that this be yeah. something that people can do easily and yeah. for not that much money. <laughs> yeah, because like even like going to a bar. The postal yeah. worker uh, that helped me with my passport, she was, I mean, she's super sweet and like super well-meaning. It's one of those like good intentions. Mm -hmm. I brought all these documents and she's like reading. She goes, oh, okay. I had no idea. Like <laughs> could have fooled me. And, like she means yeah. it in a really nice way. And I'm from this like small town where it's not meant to be judgmental. It's really, she just really meant it. You know, it's one of those things like, I never would have been able to tell. And and so like when I said before, like my cis perceived privilege does play a role into it. It's just like, it's easy. It's less questioning, but in more like you get more of the, oh, I never would have known. Oh, I, you know, as you go and ask these documents for these, for this reason, they're like, oh. I think on the, the like if anyone's trying to relate to this at all, it reminds me a little bit of when I'm walking down the street with my very femme girlfriend and maybe I'm looking a little femme and you have the positive, what I call the positive gay cat call. Oh. Where people are just like, <laughs> now that's something. <laughs> oh, God. It's just yeah. like, yeah. wow, you guys, I wouldn't have even known you were yeah, gay right. if you were separate. Yeah. Right, right, you know? right. And it's, right. it's just like, I get that it's positive. But also, can we like walk yeah, to, the, right. to the pier? Mind our own business. We're just trying to live your life. Well, thank you, Leo. That was a lot. And thank you for uh, yeah, thank taking you. the time to explain it. It's very appreciated. Thoughtful yeah. moments with Leo. Thoughtful moments with Leo, yeah. And information. Mm -hmm. Do you have time to, that we can go to Gara? Sure. Did you have gay sex this week? Uh, okay, no, I did not have gay sex this week. Uh, but the story I'm going to tell I think is pretty fitting for this interview with you, Leo, because I okay. have acted some in my life. And some would say, um, you know, have been an actor door at points so <laughs> i i too i get it like i had to jet to some country as well for a, a role that i can't disclose either so um i i feel you but anyway <laughs> my story is about the first time i had a queer kiss on stage which is like Ooh. stage kisses are like a they're a little weird they are weird. <laughs> I would say that I'm they, they are weird. They they are weird. But like as someone who like grew up in like community theater and like it was like your only chances to be able to like, kiss someone like sure. multiple <laughs> times. And you kind of like sure. do cute things like I would like put on like different like flavored chapstick. And, I like, always thought I've only <laughs> ever done I've only ever done one on camera kiss. Whenever I was in like any okay. kind of theater productions, people usually didn't do the kissing in rehearsal yeah. until very late. Like, right. Yeah. Right. We didn't. That's usually how it goes. It's like you don't yeah. kiss in rehearsal until like. But anyway. I, and the I, Iowa community yeah. theater is a <laughs> but I world think, renowned uh, yeah, uh, we took theatrical it very, institution. Very seriously. But I think honestly my thing is is like growing up I was I, I was just a little hornball. Like that was my hornball. <laughs> I was a hornball. Like I, I discovered my sexuality when I was like 10 years old and discovered porn then as well. So I just wanted to kiss always. Like sure. I was literally like Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers just being like God it's just everyone is gorgeous. Like 
can't even believe this. So I was kind of like, anytime I get a role, I'd be like, great, is there a kiss in it? Like, do we have to kiss? I, I don't care. Like, I will kiss if we need to. You're the tree. You're tree number tree. four. No, no, and you're no. like, is there a kiss? No, straight up. It was kisses. And it was also haircuts because I was unknowingly transmasculine and would be like, oh, do you need someone to cut their hair? I'll, I'll cut my hair. If you need someone, I'll. <laughs> I was really pining for Annie just so I could cut my hair. Oh. Yeah. And be able to go home to my mom and be like, yeah, sorry. Uh, you know, Mr. Thompson says I. I have to cut my hair so <laughs> unfortunately i, I do have to I cut my that. hair but anyway i did a play like a really small play in new york city and played a queer girl and i had to kiss this one girl and we like knew like the whole time that we would have to kiss and no matter how prepared you are for it it is uncomfortable leo you could probably I've never kiss anybody on screen i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah never but like do you feel that way that like it yes is... and no i'm still learning what is appropriate for the scene we have intimacy coordinators so we we talk we really talk it out like do we use tongue do we not do you want i identify as an intimacy coordinator (laughs) as the host of this podcast i am an intimacy coordinator yeah yeah so yours is a little bit higher production (laughs) right whereas this queer performance literally took place in someone's bathroom (laughs) with folding chairs in it Yeah. yeah yeah anyway so I knew that I had to kiss this girl. Gorgeous. She she was like gorgeous. And I do have like some confidence issues regarding girls I find very, 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 very pretty. Especially girls, I think, because like I... I don't know. I don't know if it's like a gender thing or if well, it's like Jen, a... Jen has spoken to me about this. She's like, flirting with men is fucking easy. Mm-hmm. And flirting with women is very intimidating. That's <laughs> what do, she says. I do also find it a little bit intimidating. I do. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're shaking your head, Leo. And I'm like, how do you feel yeah, about Yeah, I'm a little shocked that you don't uh, agree. Well, maybe it's because I'm also kind of relatively new to like the guy scene. But I find men terrifying in general. And so the idea of flirting with them is like, how? But you're talking about gay, like gay men or queer men who are super intimidating yeah, that's what to it me. Is. Cis, that's what it is. Cis straight men are sim- simple I beings. To, I, I would have to agree. I even, yeah, even when I'm flirting with gay men, I also feel really insecure. I mean, that's also just like with me, like a- For me, flirting with gay men is, I just better put on a fucking good performance. I want a review at the end on how funny I was. That's how I feel. But it, it, especially with girls, I find it to be very, very, very intimidating. Yeah. And this girl was sure. absolutely sure. gorgeous. She was so pretty. And I um just knew that we would have to kiss. And I, the whole time, was just like- you know, she was like taller than me and like she mm. was like a model like she, yeah, had, she was like Gera. a model on. I know I was kind of like, OK, this is this is huge for me. This she was really a, she moment. was a model on America's Next Top. Yeah, America's yeah, yeah. My America's favorite next queer model. Me. Um, I also OK, good. I I will say in this play. I had to like be toppy and I'm not I'm not toppy I'm like very much like when we would do the scene without like the kissing they would kind of always comment on like Gara what like why are you kind of like submitting immediately and I'm like Gara why are your legs spread open and bent over (laughs) and I don't subscribe to like the top and bottom thing but I very much am like a person who like will kind of be like yes Yes, mommy. <laughs> like, uh, I literally go there. <laughs> yes. So anyway, we were set to kiss. And my mom was like, my very oh Midwestern mother was like, I want to come to your show. Except she didn't say it like that. She was like, she was like, oh, I would, I would love to come to your show. And I was like, okay, just so you know, mm-hmm. I um, am gay in this show. And I kiss a girl. And she was like, ow. Wow. Okay. And me, like my mom, my very Midwestern mother is now torn and seeing like. Also, my very Midwestern mother is another play that the same playwright wrote. (laughs) Anyway. But anyway, so she was like, I'm going to um, come to your show. And I was like, okay, I'm just letting you know. I'm going to warn you. This is going to happen in the show. So it like comes to the day. It's like one of those things where like you do the show. And then she's like, well, is there an intimacy coordinator? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just want to make sure you guys are taking care of. Yeah, right. But it's right. for her watching. Right, yeah, yeah, a yeah. staff come out with blindfolds. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yes. You yeah. needed an oh intimacy God. coordinator yeah. for your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Mothers. Um, 
So yep. we get to the day. We kind of like, I guess, maybe had like kissed for the first time like the night before or something like that. And when we had kissed, I was kind of like, this girl's great. If you're listening, you're great. She's really bad. She was <laughs> bad really kisser. bad at kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Do you think oh. she, she was nervous? I don't think so. She seemed, well, maybe, you know, I could misjudge. She could She could have some confidence. Do you think issues. your guys' kissing styles just didn't match? I mean, that's also a thing of like, you're not like practicing kissing with this person. Was there tongue? No, but it was like a pretty steamy scene. Like, you know, she like took off my shirt and like we like. How can you be a bad kisser with no tongue? I feel like tongue is where it goes wrong. How do you fuck up the lips? I, uh, yeah. You can bite. too much. Yeah, you could, you could bite too much. She didn't like open her mouth enough. Was, she was like pecking. Yeah, yeah. And I think like I don't know if it was like nerves or something. Anyway, so I was like, I was like, okay, I feel I feel a little bit better now because I I feel confident in my kissing skills. But anyway, it comes to the night we're like doing the show, and my mom is like out in the audience. I can see her. Like it's like literally like there's like fucking because like there's 50, four seats. Right, there's like literally four no. seats. It's like my mom, my twin, and like the director. Like that's like always there. And meanwhile, my mom is like not. She does not acknowledge the fact. Not to bring this down. This is just the truth. She does not acknowledge the fact that I'm queer. She doesn't. She just okay. completely blows yeah. past it. Your she, sexuality in addition to your your gender? Okay. All of it. She does not. She knows. She does not acknowledge. And that's kind of like a big Midwestern thing, I think, is like For if sure. we just don't talk about it, it's, it's not, not a, problem. a thing. Yeah. But meanwhile, yeah. you know, she needs to post on Facebook that she went to Gara's first play in New York City. So she had to come. It was really kind of like I found it to be like the perfect storm because I was like, I'm going to get my fucking yeah. homophobic mother the to perfect watch me make storm. out with I'm a girl. standing on yeah. stage. But do you even see me yeah. under these lights? Who and that am was actually I? my monologue. <laughs> the beginning <laughs> so damn uh, you are I, yeah, yeah it was not bad that was good that was good <laughs> anyway so i'm kind of like i'm really not even nervous about it i'm like maybe if i make out with a girl in front of my mother she will finally realize that i like i do this for a living sure. lol i do this for a living i make out with women <laughs> no for a living mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether or not what the activity is or if you're being paid for it if you're pursuing a dream and this is a, a work thing for you that's your work. That's what you do for a living. I'm mostly just talking about yeah. the making, making out. <laughs> cool. I'm but just I, here to validate you, you, bro. For, thank I'm you for validating, validating me, man. <laughs> and I feel validated. I am a performer and I make out with women and those are my two jobs. But anyway, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe her seeing me like basically like in a like long makeout scene. Like it's like gets pretty steamy. I like walk out on stage she like starts taking my shirt off start making out and like i can see out of the corner of my eye like she's in the front row my mom does this thing where she comes to all of my things and eats trail mix through the whole thing and you can hear the rustle of the bag yeah you can hear the rustle of the bag and she's very loud she makes a lot of like noises with her mouth so she'll be like "Mm." <laughs> like she's constantly talking. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong hate, with her. I hate Q. Oh, so oh my god! One time I was on a comedy show and someone came backstage and was like, "Guys, I absolutely railed into this woman in the front fucking row who was eating trail mix. She had her feet up on the stage. No. She was being so." And I went, "I think that was my mom." <laughs> You think you think it was your mom? She is literally the woman at like we'll go to Applebee's and if like the the uh, the fucking fish is like a little bit undercooked. Applebee's. I'm sorry. Like, can we send this back? Like, that's my mom. Anyway, so I'm like hearing her the rustle of the bag. It's like all quiet because like the scene is like completely quiet. I'm like hearing her rustle, kind of be like, oh, oh, I can hear her like oh's like she's the only one talking, just being like, oh Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> and so it's like, yo, your mom, I would love oh. to get a TikTok video of me and your mom. Uh, Leo, I'm, I am big on TikTok for hecklers, like people 
interacting with people in the audience <laughs> like this. Yeah, that actually would be. Yeah, oh. Ashley Gavin destroys Gail Lonning's mom, <laughs> <laughs> not oh sexually. Yeah. Anyway, so the that show needs gets to be done. a series. Yeah, it does. <laughs> part one, part two, part forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The show gets done. I like come out. You're like meeting everyone. Everyone's like saying good job, and mm. my mom's there, and she's like. It's like acting like nothing. She's acting pretty unfazed. She's doing the Midwestern mom thing of like, if we don't address it. And I do the I'm your trans like queer kid thing. And right. I say, yeah. so how did you like that kiss? And she goes, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I don't think you're I don't. Think. <laughs> and while she's saying that, one of the people who actually plays another person that I like hook up with in the show comes up to me, grabs my ass and goes, hey, mom. <laughs> and like literally is like standing there with me while my mom is like absolutely like they said hey mom to your mom to my oh. mom yeah grabbing your <laughs> ass yeah 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 and so she was kind of like okay like we'll just go home she got in an uber went home epilogue is dude i'm gonna fuck your mom <laughs> <laughs> I do find my mom to be like she tells me stories in this college. It's a very and- Shane Alice moment from the original. Whoa. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only way we can get her to come around. I have to fuck your mom. Who, Shane or my mom? Your mom. To get my mom to come around. Yeah. Yeah, you got to fuck my mom. Anyway, epilogue is is my mom like a few months later. I was talking to her about like this other play I was doing and she was like I really think you should stay away from like gay roles. And that's the ending. It's not a very good ending, but that's no, the No, but there's no way it could have gone well, mm-hmm. I think. Le- I, I'm going to let Leo, what do, you, what do you think about thoughts the whole thoughts on Keely? Yeah, thoughts. Well, first of all, where in the Midwest are you? is your mom? Are you from? I'm from Iowa. You're from Iowa. Oh, okay. I was, I'm from Michigan, but Iowa's even more. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I will say, even with a mom who's queer like, or lesbian identified and like knows my identity, she still doesn't want to see this right. like she she's like right. she can validate the importance of these stories she can be like what you're doing is great what the show is doing is so important and at the end of the day still will not want to see these scenes right yeah because they're sexual is what you're saying because it's like our parent there are parents right like there are many things happening and i'm sorry that your mom hasn't fully like there with you around your identity i've yet not yet met a parent who is like into and open around identities who still wants to see their child in these situations kathy gavin is that parent <laughs> Just FYI, <laughs> Kathy Gavin. Yeah, Got she it. really just Got wants it. to watch you just bone down. <laughs> I think, though, if I were in a scene kissing a guy, because I have had those, like, I have been in, like, productions where I've had mm-hmm. to be, like, with men and, like, it is, like, kind of no question after that. Your like, mom's not like, I don't think you should be in straight roles. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you should stay away from straight. I don't think it's for you, yeah. But yeah. I, I do... Yeah. Hey, I I agree. If I had a child, I would be like straight up covering my yeah, eyes, probably. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. I thought it was a great story. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I came up with it before I knew that uh, who we were interviewing. So there you go. Um, wow, <laughs> serendipitous. Perfect. A meet cute. Oh you, my god. If you what are yeah. the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> um, Leo, you have been on the phone with us on Zoom yeah. with us yeah. for nine years <laughs> on the most yeah. technically difficult, crazy yeah, episode completely. of "We're Having Gay Sex Ever." Thank you so much. You also like. I do want to thank you. I straight up was like, please tell us about this documentation because. Which was a which was, horrific process. Yes, and it was. Thank you for doing yeah. that. I know that's like uh, emotionally laborious. So I, I thank you for that. Um, I didn't give you much of a choice, but anyway, we're, we we want to do your plugs. What? Where can people find yeah, you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Uh, it's Leo Shang. I Leo Shang because I thought that was really cool and official sounding. Same with Instagram. I don't. I have TikTok. I don't. I don't post anything. I thought I would this season as like behind the scenes stuff, but I just never did. Those are the main. Those are the main areas. I uh, main platforms I utilize. And when does the next season of the L Word come out? Uh, season two comes out August eighth. Amazing. Wow. An wow. actor. An, an actor. <laughs> Just flawless. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thank you. We will release you now from this hour, 45-minute <laughs> yeah. long Zoom call. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Yeah, you're amazing. You know, thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. This has been so much fun. It, I love when they're more conversational. And thank you both for sharing your stories. And um, it's been it's been so much fun. I wow. really enjoyed this. Leo, I don't think I've ever been 
thanked yeah, for my story. I don't story. think so either. That was and really sweet. The thing is that there was a lot of emotional labor in my story because <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, your your story was really hard. The to coral tell. reef is being destroyed, yeah. guys, and that is triggering for me. That is triggering. It is triggering. Um, I feel you. No, you were great. We would love to yeah, have you back. Yeah, yeah, because you are Absolutely. a great guest. Um, I am in love with you. <laughs> oh, me as well. You're both so great. This has been absolutely amazing. Well, thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. No gay thought this week. Just a, just a note from me personally. Um, you guys reaching out to me and saying the kinds things that you have has uh, touched my heart. God damn it. They've they've just uh, they've touched my heart, and uh, I'm grateful for you guys. Um, I you know it's weird because it's what they call a parasocial relationship, but I do really feel connected to so many of you because you do reach out and I I do read the notes and I feel like I understand what you guys you know enjoy and and get out of the podcast and what it means to you um, on a number of different levels. I hope that I do. Um, and as I I make this content in the future, uh, you know, I know you guys responded to the vulnerability. Um, I'll always try and be open and honest with you uh, because you guys just made me feel really good about that this week. Um, but it'll always be funny. Funny first. You're always going to have the best Monday. Um, best Monday content around. That's my promise to you. And we got a lot of new donors these past two weeks. You guys are really saving my bum I don't know why I we talk about fingering all the time on this fucking podcast. I don't know why I censored bum there. But there are so many new uh, donors that I'm just going to rattle off a few of them right now. Thank you. If you donate, you get all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, but you also get these shout-outs. So there's 9 million of them. Uh, it's going to take a while to get through them all. But here we go. On TikTok, we have Shay.Amasia. On Instagram, we have iamp.j on instagram we have meredith.cash on instagram we have aurora sparkles with a z hey aurora aurora came to a number of my shows on the west coast on instagram we have alice huh one l on uh tiktok we have hazy b 91 on instagram we have lizzie likes bikes sorry on instagram we have lizzie.likes.bikes on Instagram, we have Busy Bailey B. On Instagram, we have Parker Sampier. On Twitter, we have Achrome724. That's with a K. On Twitter, we have Will Gavin Harris. I, I wonder if we're related. On Instagram, we have Guacamolio. On Instagram, we have Liz Khalifa <laughs> with two Zs. On Twitter, we have There's Lola. On Instagram, we have La Salsa with two A's at the end. On Instagram, we have Jenny underscore Dom, D-A-H-M. On Instagram, we have... Uh, Bellin Domen... Oh, boy. On Instagram, we have Bellin Domenech... B-E-L-E-N-D-O-M-E-N-E-C-H. I'm so sorry. On Instagram, we have Alligators Bite. On Instagram, we have Nikki Stavitz. On Instagram, we have Scout underscore Broughton. On uh, Twitter, we have Catholic Mystic. On Twitter, we have uh, Bethany93Duncan. On Instagram, we have Sarah A. McKinnon. On Instagram, we have GR underscore CEH. On Instagram, we have Sam1839. That's Sam with three M's. On Instagram, we have Wallery and Romeo. On Instagram, we have Lily Ross with two L's and an I. On Twitter, we have But You Know I Won't. On Twitter, we have Grubby Baby Hands. On TikTok, we have Lesbian Equestrian. And I think that's all we have time for now. Thank you guys so much for your donations. It, it makes an enormous difference. Thank you so, so much. From the bottom of my heart, this has made a really big difference in my quality of life and for the future quality of the podcast. Thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.